0: With a remarkable chat with Independent TD in Limerick, Richard O'Donoghue during the week uh, about a shocking uh, road accident that he was involved in, well worth listening to uh, all of it uh, on our podcast at live95.ie or you can access it through the Live95 app as well. But in the middle of that, I was asking him about Achenysh Illumina, which is in his constituency, is Russian owned and in the context of Ukraine, there are concerns about sanctions, uh, possibly being imposed on it. A big employer, of course, over 400 people uh, in that part of Limerick. Here's what he had to say.
1: Well, it's, it's employing Irish people. Uh, it's keeping food on the table for Irish people. Um, the, I do believe the company themselves should feel some sanctions so they put pressure on the Russian government and let them know what is happening here. And If it's across the board, we have to make sure that all employers, uh, business owners from Russia, put the pressure back on Putin and let him know that this has to stop.
0: So just to be clear then, so what you would call for in terms of Ahanish are limited sanctions?
1: Limited sanctions to let him know that, give them guidelines to say that if they don't make their concerns known to Putin, that then... That there should be further sanctions but they need to back the Irish and the Ukrainians and everyone to say that Putin is doing wrong.
0: And, and this is despite the fact that you are a TD for the constituency in question yeah,
1: Yes and I and, and do appreciate what, what the company is doing for the employees in this country but at the point they need to tell Russia it's wrong and that's what I want them to do is tell Russia it's wrong what they're doing is wrong and they need to back the Irish and back the rest of the, the world and tell Putin that what he's doing is wrong.
0: That is independent TD for uh, Limerick Richard O'Donoghue talking to us earlier in the week and we've learned since uh, Live 95 News that last weekend uh, the entrance to the plant suffered some vandalism uh, the exact details of uh, that uh, were not Absolutely clear on, but uh, the Gardaí locally are investigating uh, that. Now, independent uh, councillor, member of Limerick City and County Council, Emmett O'Brien, is on the line and uh, he represents that area of uh, Limerick. Good, good morning, morning to Emmett. you, Emmett.
2: Good morning, Joe, and good morning to your listeners. And before we set off, wish uh, Richard the very best a speedy recovery from his unfortunate accident. And I hope he's OK. He's a good friend of mine.
0: Right. But you're not happy.
2: Why? i'm not happy because um for a whole host of reasons i'm not happy first of all because russia has invaded ukraine which is a democratic country um you know our democratic brothers and sisters have been repressed by a a brutal dictator but i'm also not happy because i think um there's there's a lot of emotion in the air which is understandable we're watching uh, you know uh, tower blocks being shelled every night and children crying and it's very upsetting um, but we're very much standing on the on a precipice of potentially a very devastating war, and uh, we had a county council meeting yesterday, and I exercised huge caution with my colleagues uh, for the simple, for a whole host of reasons, historically. Uh, the Archduke, Franz Ferdinand, was shot by a lone assassin in Sarajevo in June of 1914, which in the space of three months led to over 20 million people dying in the next four years. So we're, we're dealing with a power, a, a brutal dictator who has suppressed countries, you know, throughout the world and is engaged in Syria, Georgia, Dagestan, uh, not a particularly nice uh, individual. Um, But this is a man with a a track history of levelling cities, levelling countries. Uh, And this could extend into Poland, could extend into the Baltic states, where I have a lot of friends, and I also have a lot of friends in the American military who are very concerned about what's happening. But as a country, and as Irish people on the western periphery of Europe, you know, we're not really in a position to dictate a whole pile to anybody. We have a long history of military non-interventionist neutrality, and I uh, urged my colleagues to support me yesterday. I was supported by Councillor Kevin Sheehan, who's only right down the road from us there in Eskegon, that we adhere to our military neutrality. And if we are to give any assistance, it be only in the form of medical supplies and food to the Ukrainians. But more closer to home, and Richard is very right in this, there was over 1,000 people employed in Ahenish Illumina. Now, I don't know if Felix Tarpasky is a friend or isn't a friend of Putin. And I kind of don't really care, being frank with you, because... Over 450 people are directly employed uh, in Ahanish and 600 or more indirectly employed. It is the lifebone of the rural constituency, the rural hinterland where I live. It has educated families, put roofs over people's heads, put bread on the table, and, and bought farms and sustained the local community. And, you know, the slightest element of shock. Uh, could set a train of events that could lead to a lot of job losses in Ahanish and a devastation to our rural economy. When may I, Joe? We're already in a very unstable time, with inflation running at 12 percent, fuel prices going through the roof. Now, it's all very well and fine for you know politicians in Dublin like Carl and you know people who are vector signalling in the doll to talk about Ukraine and to uh, you know her give out about Russia, and we understand the motivation in that, but unless we're willing to pay €5 euro for a loaf of bread, and €3 euro for a litre of petrol and diesel, you know, we can't do very little. The vast proportion of our coal, our oil, and our flour comes from Russia, and, you know, we have to be cautious at the approach we take. A ship bound for Ahanish, either loading or unloading, did a U turn in the Shannon Estuary yesterday. Now, that caused shockwaves in the local community, I can tell you. Um, and it's a very, very uncertain time. We need oh, cool. Okay, you, you did. No, no, there's a, there's
0: a fair bit in all of that. Uh, we're talking to independent councillor Emmett O'Brien. Tell me more about the ship and the U turn.
2: Well, I read it in the Irish Examiner yesterday, much to my shock. Um, I think it was coming from St. Petersburg through obviously the, the the north sea and to ireland to the Shannon history and i was reporting there's examiner that it did a u-turn before unloading its cargo in anish now we don't know what was in it we don't know what the purpose of it was other than obviously to take alumina or to bring alumina of whatever the nature was but it certainly did cause shockwaves in the community that this
0: has occurred. Okay, okay. Now, now can I just point out, I mean, you, you make the observation about Ahanish um, specifically being mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, in national debate, in national papers uh, and uh, mm-hmm. the media generally and that, that is very true. I've heard that yes. question being asked to politicians as well. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we have an independent TD, Richard O'Donoghue, uh, for the same constituency in which Oganish is situated, uh, calling for limited sanctions because he believes that pressure has to be put on the Putin regime when it comes to what's happening in Ukraine.
2: Well, I don't know what he means by limited sanctions, but other than the limited sanctions that are probably there already, in any event, physically, personally against Felix Deripaska, who owns Anish Illumina. And, you know,
0: I think it's Oleg, isn't it?
2: Is that, what it is? is that his name? Right. Yeah. There you go. I mean, look, I, I'm not really concerned who owns it so long as there's a thousand people employed you know? Well But the point is
0: that the person who owns it or the person who's the beneficial owner of it, and yeah. this is a matter of debate, is is the nub of this, though, isn't it? I mean, if this well, company was owned by Canadians or Americans, you, you wouldn't be having the same conversation this morning, Emmett.
2: No, we wouldn't already, as it stands, limited restrictions. I think that's what Richard is talking about against Mr. Deripaska in any case. If we're to go to more whole-scale stuff...
0: Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, know, not sure. The... No, we, can, we can always talk to Richard again and, and get his true sense of it, but I mean, this arose in, as part of a discussion I was having with him. People can hear the full interview, but he didn't give me the impression that he was necessarily talking about sanctions already imposed, because my understanding of the current position is that so far, because of the strategic importance of the product at Ahanish,
2: it hasn't
0: faced sanctions.
2: It doesn't because we're producing 25% of the world's alumina. That's what things. I'm saying. Yeah. But my
0: understanding so, is that so they're not actually facing sanctions. So I'm not no. sure Richard Dunne was talking about the existing sanctions. I think he was talking about further limited sanctions well, against Well,
2: I, I mean, you, could, you can take that up again with Richard, but I mean, uh, unless we want to actually get a gun and actually shoot ourselves in the foot, uh, and, and reduce uh, uh, world intake of twenty five percent of alumina and drive costs up. I, I don't think, you know, what's been talked about by Cottrell embargoing uh, Russian ships from going through international waters. That that's you know highly emotive and unnecessary at this point. and have both
0: been talking about? Here we go. Let me ask the question anyway, Really, see what the Rocket scientists have to say, go on. <laughs> go on. The Taoiseach and Tarnashtha are both saying that because of what is happening in Ukraine, um, we're all going to have to suffer some pain.
2: Of course we are. For sure, we're suffering pain as it stands. You know, like, I'm not going to lecture about the rural economy and about people in Limerick City who are paying through the nose of fuel as it stands. We're paying euro ninety for petrol. It's going to probably go to €2.50. I wasn't joking when I said that the, the price of bread is probably going to triple and increase. There are talks, the government are talking about food shortages because the vast proportion of our grain comes from Russia. Now we have alternative supplies we can bring from Canada and the United States. But yes, this, this is a deadly, serious position that we're in. We're just after coming out of COVID where there was mass hysteria about COVID, and we're now getting into a position where there's an unfortunate war in the Ukraine, which realistically Ireland can do very little about in realistic terms okay, other well than, can, can than moralise a little bit And obviously Right, can I, touch, can
0: I touch on something you said earlier when you talked about, you know, at the moment Ukraine, um, not in the EU not in NATO, but you mentioned other countries such as Poland mm. that are in both. Yeah. Now the reality is that if the Russians move across those borders, then surely all of us, I mean as an EU member alone we are going to find ourselves
2: being asked to be involved, aren't we? why would we be getting involved in other people's wars? I mean, like, I'm not trying to be trite, but the Irish have spent a thousand years in fighting in other people's wars, and we stayed out of the Second World War. And we 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 manoeuvred it with some difficulty, but it was the right thing to do, because a, a nation of five million, you know, is really going to be uh, thrown to the cannons uh, in, a, in a large war between the United States, Britain, uh, and Russia. And, you know, if if... Vladimir Putin, he's insane enough, which, who knows, to invade the Baltic states, which are in NATO, then I think it's probably bye-bye for all of us very fast, so we don't have a whole pile to worry about in any case. So, you know, this is, a, like, this is deadly serious, you know. Vigils are all very helpful, and, and we're showing a solidarity to the Ukrainians, but, uh, you know, the, the, when it comes home to brass tacks, there's a couple of things that are going to affect us. ahnish is one thing, but it's going to affect us in our pockets. The price of fuel, the price of coal, the price of bread. These are very, you know, serious commodities. So I hope and pray every night when I'm watching TV that no more people are going to die in Ukraine and that peace will be restored there very fast. But it doesn't look like that. And unfortunately, I understand the helplessness of people. I was in, look, I'll give an example, Joe. I was in the United States In 9-11, and I attended a Marine recruitment station two days after to join the U.S. Marine Corps. Now, in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't, but people get caught up in the frenzy of emotion, you know, when when these things happen, Uh, but we have to detach ourselves from the objective and look at our own interests. It's probably a little bit selfish, but, you know, we have huge employment in this area, directly or indirectly through a Russian company, and we also have to put, you know, Drive from Paris-Kinnery and from Kilkarn and from Mosquito and from Fynes and, and wherever in our cars to Limerick City, and the way things are going, we won't be able to afford to do that in January or in June. You know? okay. Okay. okay, okay. Well, listen,
0: uh, we okay. always welcome uh, differing views on this show, and thank you very much for them. That is uh, Independent Councillor Emmett O'Brien.
2: Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.